Here's one of our favourite moments from Jason Lawrence. Check out the full show on our podcast feed. Um, for some weird reason, I feel sometimes more comfortable addressing really private stuff on the show um, and I find it less awkward than having a face-to-face conversation with a mate or another parent. It's really interesting that yeah. you were very, very honest and uh, you said something which I imagine would have been difficult to talk about on this show yesterday, but I'm grateful that you did because I know a lot of people reached out to you, a lot of people reached out to me too. I, uh, yeah, I toyed with the idea of whether we actually address it or not, but... Um, Today, uh, we've got little Archie, our newborn who's reached uh, three weeks, three weeks, four weeks um, old. And uh, yesterday on the show, we were talking about it. I know I'm running on lack of sleep, so emotions are heightened and stuff. We've already got two boys and now Archie. I was sitting on the couch. It was about 11 o'clock at night. He's sort of on my knees looking up at me. How do I describe it? I had an overwhelming feeling of guilt that I, I don't feel I love him yet. And... I was toying with it the other night going, which is unfair to him because he's four weeks old, is it coming from a place of resentment because our life is just in the bloody air at the moment? And in the back of my mind, I know I'm going to love him. It's just going to take time. But there just isn't that feeling yet of going, I'm in love with you. Oh, Jace. And I feel like shit because of it. Oh, don't, because I'm not a parent, but I'm absolutely sure that you're not alone in having that lack of clarity. And I know a lot of my friends who have had babies, the dads have often said similar things to this because you don't have that instant, like, women breastfeed their baby. The dads often feel like they miss that connection of the baby desperately needing you as well. So that was the chat we had yesterday. Um, Since then, I've worked out he's four weeks old, done the maths. Um... (laughs) And, yeah, I just want to take a moment to say thank you because I had a lot of people reach out saying, you know what, Uh, I was in a similar situation. Uh, It happened to me as well, Um, which is weird, again, because I feel uncomfortable having those conversations with people. But I just want to say I appreciate, you know, people saying, hey, you're not alone. Well, a lot of people reached out to me and said that they heard it and to say thank you to you for bringing it up because it's one of those things that I think you think about but you don't often talk about or say out loud and it becomes far more real when you have a conversation about it. Yeah, and especially... You're right. When you think you're the only one thinking it, you're like, geez, what sort of person am I? What's I wrong with con- me? Yeah, I haven't connected with my kid yet. And I know I will. Like, in, I, I want to be very clear in saying there's no um, regrets in having him or anything. I'm just waiting for that penny drop moment. Yes, but it's not just dads that are feeling this way. Um, we had a lot of women reaching out to us also saying mums often don't feel that connection and people assume that they do because they've carried this baby for so long. Mel has called us. Good morning, Mel. Good morning. How are we, guys? Yeah, good. We're good. How Mel? are you going? Yeah, not too bad, thank you. Have you, um, have you I, got a new baby? No, I don't have a new baby. I've actually got a four and a half and a two-year-old. Right. But um, your story just really hit me yesterday because I and my husband, I guess, both of us felt the same way at some point with either or either both of our children. Mm. Um, for me, I just wanted to say. I guess more you are not alone. Um, Women feel exactly the same way. It took me months, especially with my firstborn, to actually feel that love and that connection Mm -hmm. with him. Um, I reckon it probably took a good six months before um, I stopped crying every day Mm -hmm. Um, and actually looking at him. Did you feel the pressure as well, Mel? I was saying to the guys yesterday, there's that um, feeling when you introduce your baby to everyone, everyone's like, oh, my God, everything must be perfect for you. You fell in love with him straight away. You must be so happy. Yeah. Yeah. And like you said yesterday, it's like you've got to put on this show to say, yep, you know, I'm so in love. But 
I wasn't straight away and it took mm. so long for me to actually admit it to myself. Mm, it's yes. like I was forcing myself to have these feelings. Was your partner, um, uh, time-wise, was he around the same time or did he feel that at a different point? Um, look, I think he felt it more with our boys, more, I reckon, earlier than what I did. Right. Um, I think he felt it more with the girl, this, our second child. Yeah. Um, your life changes. You, you, Even though, you know, they've, they may be planned or whatever and you've gone through it before, it's still an overwhelming feeling and sensation and you just, you know, you, you often question, why am I doing this? Yeah. Um, and I know that sounds a little bit harsh and it's not, you know, it's just how you're feeling at the time. It's like, you know why in the, did I go through this again? And you know in the back of your mind everything's going to be okay. It's funny, someone that um, reached out to me yesterday, they were saying they went through so much work with IVF over and over again to have mm. the baby and then when they finally had it, they felt exactly the same way as I did and they were like the pressure was even more because everyone's like, surely you, everything is perfect now. You got there. Yes. You've done 10 years of trying. Well, I've had a lot of friends that have gone through this same thing and um, it's been a lot of the dads that I think I said to you yesterday have reached out to me or have said to me over the years that they felt that lack of instant connection but Mm. it is so common with women too and I don't have children and I would love to have a family one day but there's something very real in me as well that is scared that if I have kids, not only will my life change, but what if I don't fall in love with my baby instantly? And I've seen my friends go through it and it's terribly hard to watch and to, to have that fear as well going into potentially... Like, I'm 35. Yeah. I, I Four years ago, I thought I was ready to have a family and start my life and I had to start my life again um, in the last few years. But it's something that's very real for me too and, and it is quite scary and I know there's a lot of... At least you're aware of it though. Like, I think a lot of people are caught off guard by it. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Um, yeah, look, I think it affects it affects everybody differently, but um, I think th- there's a lot of new mums and dads out there that are struggling with this, and I know that have really connected with you having the courage to talk about it, Jace. But it is so important that we have these conversations because yeah. the one thing I've learned seeing a lot of my friends go through it is the more you internalise it, the worse it gets. Speaking about it, I haven't had one regret. Makes it a little I haven't busy. had one regret about addressing it yesterday. You know, it, uh, I'm so glad I got off my chest. But there's so much going on, right? That house would be crazy, I oh, can yeah, imagine. Yeah. And you just need to stop for a minute sometimes, like you have, yeah. take stock. Yeah. I always say to Lou, I'm like, let's, let's give ourselves a pat on the back as well. Yeah. Like, you know, we're doing okay. Yeah. You know? Oh, um, my goodness. You're doing better than okay. You've got three children. You leave the house at 4.30 in the morning. You're doing much better than okay, and so is Lou. It's, having three children is extraordinary, Jason. I don't think you should underestimate that. Um, hey, Mel, thanks very much for sharing your story. Um, we've got to go to a song when we come back. I've tracked down uh, Dr. Justin Colson. He, you might have seen him, he was on that show with Alison Langdon earlier in the year on yes, Channel 9. Parental guidance. Where I we all sat him. at home eating popcorn, critiquing people's parenting. Um, <laughs> well, <laughs> uh, he is one of Australia's most trusted parenting experts. He's got the Happy Families podcast on iHeartRadio. And he's going to join us next because I think the big question is it's fine if you don't fall in love with them at the start, but when? How do you advance mm. to that moment? The Jason Lauren Podcast. Last couple of days, uh, we've just been chatting about a little bit of an issue I've opened up about. Um, We've got a four-week-old at home, our third kid, little Archie, who I'm wrapped that we've had him, but I openly am struggling uh, because I haven't got to that point yet where I'm madly in love with him. 
Well, it's not that uncommon, it seems. Our phones have lit up while we have been talking about this, but there's someone that might put your mind at ease, Jase. Uh, we've got Dr Justin Coulson joining us on the air. He's from the Happy Families podcast on iHeartRadio. And, Justin, we were saying before we loved you on parental guidance when we sat at home judging people's parenting. G'day, mate. Welcome to the show. Hey, it's nice to be with you guys. Um, how common are the feelings that we're talking about this morning where people take time to fall in love with their kid? Yeah, it's like any relationship. Uh, so typically, not always, but typically mums have sort of spent the last nine months or so creating some kind of a connection or a bond with, uh, with with that child. And so they're much more likely to have an instant sense of connection. But when it comes to dads, it doesn't happen nearly as often and nearly as quickly. Many dads, I, I, I can't give you an exact percentage, but I will say that it's a pretty high one. Yeah. Many dads will report that it takes them months, if not even sort of, a year, year and a half mm. before they kind of finally feel like this this kid that's arrived in their life is more than a lump of flesh that cries and demands mum's attention. Uh, so, so totally normal. Uh, and, and by the way, it's also not uncommon for mums to feel like that because mm. for a relationship to work, you have to have a sense of connection. You've got to spend time with somebody. Mm. You, you, you don't normally have a relationship with someone that you're not spending time with. Mm. Does, it have, does it have a label? Uh, human, being human is what it's called. Yeah, oh, I don't, so know, nice. that, <laughs> don't know that there's actually a name. But I will tell you something else. Yeah. Uh, that whole idea of postnatal depression, not suggesting you've got that, mm. but postnatal depression is a guy thing as well as a girl thing. Men and women experience it differently, but after the birth of a child, there's a lot of dads who fall into a, a form of depression as well that is literally labelled PND, uh, not uncommon at all. Wow. And, Justin, are there things that... I suppose I'll focus on dads here because we're talking about Jace, but are there things that dads can do to feel that bond with their child? I know we see that um, often when you have a baby, they do in the hospital skin on skin with a dad and a baby to try and get that instant connection. Is, Is that something you should be doing at home? Those kinds of things can be really nice. Uh, there's there's some argument that there might be that that love hormone, the bonding hormone, oxytocin, gets released with the skin on skin contact. But I, I think that the two two things that I would say: number one, don't force it. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that's not a thing to do; it's a thing not to do. But the more you try to force it, the more you start to feel desperate and needy. It just it, it doesn't work. Yes. Uh, the second thing that I would suggest is just spend time in the baby's life, uh, be involved in the changing, even if you think that changing a crappy nappy is going to make you not like the kid, believe it or not, the more time you spend with the baby, over time suddenly they just become part of your life, like like another arm or leg that you could not imagine living without. And, and I, you literally, you just you get absorbed into them and they get absorbed into you. I, I was saying to Lauren earlier, it's, it's not the physical extra workload. Like, I'm fine with that. You know, late nights, all that sort of, I can deal with that. It's just more emotionally getting mm. there. You know, and I, I think, you know, quality of the time you spend with them is the other thing don't just be doing odd jobs you know what i mean like let the house just sit like a pigsty for a day and spend the afternoon with the kid wouldn't you agree just that'll work uh, but again it all just comes down to time in, in a couple of weeks time or a couple of months time for most people if they're experiencing it uh, it's it's all just going to kind of What's the word I'm looking for? It's it's going to it's going to be become normal that that child is there, and then one day they, you're going to look at Archie, and your your heart is going to just explode, and and you're going to have that moment where you go, oh yeah, oh this is it, and it'll happen when you're not looking for it. It'll happen when you stop chasing it. It'll just happen, and you'll and you'll be like, yep, yeah, this this is the one, except. 
sorry to finish right down yeah. on it, but every now and again you meet a parent who, I, I remember talking to a mum, a mum one time who had a seven-year-old. She didn't feel like she had ever connected with her seven-year-old. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so we had a conversation about being emotionally available, slowing things down, being yes. present, and, and, and all of a sudden at the age of seven, this kid finally felt loved, seen, heard, valued for the first time, and it changed everything. Did you diagnose her as human as well? That's my favourite <laughs> diagnosis so far. <laughs> pretty much, pretty much. <laughs> hey, we've got to leave it there. But Jux, uh, sorry, Dr Justin Coulson, thanks very much for joining us on the air, mate. Thanks, Jake. Thanks, Lauren. Good on you, mate. And you can catch uh, Dr Justin on the Happy Families podcast on iHeartRadio as well. And like we said before, cheers again for everyone who's reached out on this topic as well. Thanks for listening to the Jason Lauren podcast. For more great content, check them out on socials at Jason Lauren.